Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Create Success Podcast with me, Mariah, and Happy New Year. I cannot believe it's 2023. Like, saying 2023 sounds very futuristic. So tell me, how have you been? How were the holidays? Did you enjoy yourself? Was there tea? Spill the tea, girl. What was the tea? You know what I did is I just relaxed, hung out with some family, mostly just relaxed, catched up on cleaning, things that I haven't been able to do just because life gets so busy, you know. So I hope that you also were able to reset and feel like you are ready to handle the business that needs to be handled in 2023. Because I feel like we're at the age where like I got some business to handle. And we're not talking about business business. I'm talking about like, I got some stuff to do and I need you to be out the way. I need you to understand. I don't need to hear crying. I don't need to hear, girl, I got stuff to do, okay? And not me pulling a Nicki Minaj. Enjoy these cities because y'all ain't gonna see it ever again. I told everybody that they can. (laughs) But anywho, welcome to our new series called Motivate. Motivate, motivate, motivate. This is going to be a three-part series, and honestly, I've already named the episodes, and I want to share them with you. This one, Prediction Magician. Next one, Planner Abandoner. And the last one, Dopamine Fiend. I don't know why, but those titles, they really did it for me, honestly. So I had to share them. This is going to be a three-part series on how to stay motivated to your New Year's resolution goals, whatever you want to name them. This is going to be a series that's going to help you stay committed to the goals that you've made to yourself. So of course, we'll be talking about mindset shifts that will help you as well as tips that I've picked up because I personally am a reset queen. I don't want to say New Year's because I don't even call my New Year's resolutions. I just call them like what's going to happen. This is what's going to happen this year. And that's it. And before we get started talking about our New Year's resolutions and how to stick to them, I want to address the people that are so vocal about New Year's resolutions being stupid. You can start tomorrow. You can start next hour. You can start next month. When you boil it down, I guess I could agree. But to me, I just don't spew that type of hate, I would say, because really, what is time in general? So like, can I celebrate your birthday two months after your birthday? Because what is time anyways? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, everything is truly made up when you think about it. I like to think about it as like a sticky note on your way out the door. Like, hey, make sure you make time to remember your loved ones and maybe give them a gift and say, I'm so appreciative of having you in my life. Same with any other holiday. It's just a very public reminder to set time aside to do what you wanna do on that given day. Because if you really think about it, we be having a leap year, right? So 365 days for three years and then 366 days for one year. And they do that because at the end of the year, there is still a little bit of time left. And it's also because not every day is 24 hours. We're not gonna get into that. But I just wanted to address that for the people who are really rude to people who do like to set New Year's resolutions. At the end of the day, one, it's not your business. And two, time is made up. So if that person wants to set aside time with everybody else, 
Let them do it and mind your business. Next. Okay, so today I want to talk about the prediction magicians because it's a human habit that I want to predict every way this can happen before it even happens. And I think not only is it a trauma response, yes, it's also a human response. I think that we've just collected everything that's happened in our life and it's like, okay, cool, I'm going to predict how this event is going to go. I want to predict how this date is going to go. I want to predict how going out to lunch with my friends is going to go. I'm going to bring up this conversation and we're going to talk about this and this. You might not plan everything down to the detail. However, there is a couple of predictions happening in there. So yes, on the extreme form, there are people who predict a little bit too much and that's a trauma response. However, for the rest of us, it's a human, it's a human response. We kind of just collected everything that's happened in our life. And there's been a lot of times that we've walked into situations and it's been like, Ooh, I did, you know, I did not expect it to go this way. So it's just a human action that we over time start to predict how we want things to go. And I want to bring up that point because it's really good to remember when we're setting our goals for the new year. It's totally fine to say like, okay, so this year I want to gain a thousand followers. I want to spend more time with my family. I want to go back to school. That is totally fine. And this is where we're going to talk about the mindset shift that needs to happen when we're making our goals. But you have to be careful to not anticipate certain things because you can't control every aspect of how your life is going to go anyways. One of my least favorite interview questions, get to know you questions, icebreaker questions, is where do you see yourself in five years? not just specifically five years, but any increment of time. Where do you see yourself this time next year? Where do you see yourself in three months? I don't enjoy those questions because I've learned over my time and in my journey that I don't like to really predict that far. I just try to focus on what I can do right now. Of course, I have hopes, um, but when it comes to a point where it's like, okay, if this does not happen in five years, I created this goal into an anticipation and now I'm disappointed and now I have to climb myself out of this hole and grief of disappointment when I could have had a mindset shift and said, this is what I would like to happen. So this is what I'm going to do to help encourage that to happen in my life because let's be honest every time you make plans god is like mm, i don't agree so let's use a really extreme but very simple to understand example so let's say someone's like i want to lose 300 pounds this year and if they're committed to just that phrase that turns into an anticipation, which turns into disappointment if it did not happen. You can totally wish that you want to lose weight this year. And I'm using this example because it's mostly on the top of all of our lists, just to get healthier in some aspect. You have to reframe this goal. What are you going to be doing to lose the 300 pounds this year? What are you going to do to gain the thousand followers you want to gain this year? What are you going to do to get the promotion you wanted this year? 
because if you don't rearrange the room to host that accomplishment, it won't stay. It won't come. It's not comfortable. And I want to share a verse with you that inspired this thought. Um, it's Matthew 12, 43 through 5. And the one thing I didn't write in my notes is what version. If you are not typically a Bible reader, this is going to sound probably super extreme, but listen to it and then let me translate it before you decide to not chew on the information I'm about to drop in your life. Okay, so Matthew 12, 43 through 45. When an evil spirit comes out of a person, it travels through dry places looking for a place to rest, but it finds none. So it says, I'll go back home where I left. And when it comes back, it finds that the home is still empty, still neat and clean. So it goes back out to bring seven other spirits that are even more evil than itself. So that does probably sound super extreme again to the person that does not read the Bible. But... Let me break this down to you. An evil spirit can be a bad habit. So if you don't implement ways on changing that habit long term, that habit's going to come back because it came back and it was like, oh, everything's just like I left it. Feels comfy here. Let me get comfy again. Let me bring some friends too. Come on, you guys. Like you got to rearrange the room. You got to rearrange the house because when that habit comes back and it notices like, oh, you moved on. You moved on. You got a new rug in here. I didn't like rugs. I'm not comfortable. So I got to go. It doesn't, I can't stay long, nor can I even enter this house because it does not feel comfortable. So to rearrange that room for the goal of losing 300 pounds in a year. Again, this is an extreme example. I kind of want to keep saying that because I feel the, that this is the most comfortable example and that you can retranslate it into your life, into that big goal that you hope happens this year. So to lose weight, a great goal could be, I want to get to the gym at least three days a week, every week this year. And then also tie it into other goals. Let's say that you want to be a little bit more active in your family and your friends. You want to work on communicating and being around them more. So on top of that, I want to go on a hike with one family member or friend a week or bi-weekly. And you just keep adding on to it in ways that is going to keep you motivated and you find fun. So on top of that one, you could even be like, okay, uh, once a month, I want to have a new recipe that I have aced and I can start making a cookbook that has healthier recipes in it so I can pass that on. Like it, it don't even have to be like that extreme, but down to the fact of you trying a new recipe once a month. So do you see how that kind of like rearranges the room to host losing 300 pounds a year? So by the end of the year, I've implemented so many new habits that there, even if it did not happen for me, my habits are so strong that I know it will eventually. Usually people who like to anticipate exactly what happens in their year, um, a <laughs> little bit of a control freak. We all kind of are a little bit of a control freak. We just have different, you know, increments within us. And the real goal here for the control freaks, for the regular freaks, focus on the things you can control. Honestly, you have no idea how your body chemistry is made up. 
there's been many times that I've ran into people who have tried certain diets and it just did not work for them. It comes down to your body chemistry. It comes down to your blood type. It comes down to your history. It comes down to your race. I mean, why do you think that there's so many different diets out here? Because the because the pescatarian diet works for them, but it may not work for you. The keto diet works for you, but it might not work for them. But the point is, focus on the things you can control. I can control ripping myself out of the bed to get to the gym even on my worst day. I can control that. I can't control how my body is going to break down my new diet. I can't really say I'm going to get this promotion guaranteed because nothing in life is really guaranteed. But I can say I will start helping out on projects during work more. I will start being a little bit more social at work or for your business. There's been so many times that I'm like, okay, I'm going to be at this many followers by this time. And it, I promise you it's never happened because I was so focused on just growing instead of adding a strategy. So every time I would get uh, burnt out, there was no backup content to produce. There was no backup content to post. There was nothing that I wanted to give to my social media because I was so focused on numbers rather than the strategy that was going to get me there. Or another great example could be, I just want to grab control of my mental health this year. I truly don't know what's going to happen this year and how it's going to affect my mental health, but I can implement ways such as journaling. I can implement going to a therapist or reading reading self-development books. Those are all things that I can control in this moment. I can go to the library and check that book out. I can go and drive to a therapist. I can just go to the dollar store and get a journal and some pens and that can be my therapist. Those are things I can control in this moment to help me get onto the path of accomplishing this goal. And you already know my statement about warm turkey girlies. We are warm turkey girlies. We don't do anything cold turkey unless that's your cup of tea. If that's your cup of tea and it works for you, go ahead. Cool. But I don't think you would be here if that did work for you. But, you know, that's just me. The turtle always wins the race. You can't just rearrange a whole room in one day and think that you are going to love it. I was talking to my brother the other day and I finally hung some pictures in my hallway that I had been wanting to do when I moved out almost two years ago. And I was talking about how I was kind of frustrated that like I just didn't dive in and get everything done. So like now I'm staring at holes in the wall that were supposed to hold a plant holder that I just never got around to getting or a new rug. And I was just like, dang, I just really wish someone would send me about like 10 bands so I can just really get this house how I want it to look. He said that he spent a ton of money on outfitting his apartment in just one go. And then two weeks later, he was like, I actually don't like that chair. I actually don't like the way that this rug matches this. And I don't like this. And when he said that, everything clicked. Because there hasn't been one thing in my home that I'm like, I don't like the way that that came out. Because I had to do everything slow. 
So I had the time to think about it. I had the time to adjust to it. I had the time to get familiar with it. So when you are implementing new changes this year, please just do it slow. Find a way where you could even like, okay, for the first three months, I'm going to the gym this many times a week. And then after that, just adjust it. You don't have to commit to 12 months of something. Commit to one month of something, one week of something. However you want to rearrange the room, do it slow so that at the end of the year, you're looking back and you're like, I accomplished this goal and everything in me is excited because I am changed on top of that. That is a lot of the times why people like, let's say they lose weight and they go right back to how they used to look because they didn't change anything. They just changed, they just committed to six months of this diet and this exercise. And when they got burnt out, that was not a lifestyle change. That was just a temporary change that was going to help them get to where they wanted to. They got where they wanted to and then they got comfortable. They didn't have long lasting changes and habits that helped them stay there. So what you should be focusing more on is everything that surrounds that goal. Don't even write the goal of, I want to lose 300 pounds. I want this many followers. I want this promotion, right? What you are going to change so that that goal can come to you. That's another sermon right there, girl. Everything comes to you. You receive everything. So for my prediction magicians out here, my top suggestion is to rearrange the room very slow familiarize yourself with the room explore different types of rugs different types of chandeliers and just move one thing at a time so that by the end of the year you got a brand new room and you are satisfied with it and nothing that was not supposed to be there can come or even feel comfortable have you ever like changed friend groups And then you went back to your old friend group just to hang out and like old times. And then you realize once you left, like, I don't really even like, like that wasn't even fun to me. Like I really didn't even enjoy my time low key. It's the same thing. Like you rearranged your brain. You rearranged the way that you want your friends to fulfill you. You rearranged the way you enjoy friends and you rearranged the way that you interact with them and the way that you receive what they give it's just no longer comfortable in that environment because you changed your ways so when you're writing your goals I haven't even written mine yet I through my experiences like to get to like mid-January I like to taste the year like is it going to be salty this year and let me tell you 2023 has already started off a little salty but I'm still in great hopes of a great year because I know some of mine are going to come with great life changes that I'm going to start off slowly with. To the prediction magicians, please focus on your room and not the goal. Once you get familiar with your new habits, you'll make better predictions, I promise you. You'll be able to be like, yeah, no, this is gonna happen for me. And it won't be such an anticipation that leads to a disappointment. So make yourself a vision board, a list of goals, however you like to start your new year and bring it to the next episode when we're talking about the planner abandoner. And we'll talk about ways to stay even further committed to our goals because how many times have we set goals and like low-key abandoned them by, you know, Valentine's Day? Like, I'm good. 
Actually, I'll try that next year. So bring your goals to next week's episode so that we can talk about how we are not going to be planner abandoners and how we are going to stay committed this year to ourselves, not our goals, to ourself. Anyways, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Happy New Year again. I pray that this year is through is full of prosperity for you, for your mental health, your physical health, and your family. And I pray we just keep growing and getting closer together and motivating each other, growing this community of love and motivation and joy is one of my goals this year. And I pray that we all come together um, and motivate each other, not just me to you, but you to me, you to you and you to you. I want this to be a strong community. And I, that's one of my goals. And I have some ways on how I'm going to implement that, but you'll have to watch because that's business information, babes, confidential. Just kidding. (laughs) Anyways, bring your planners or bring your goals to next week's episode. I'll bring a couple of mine and let's talk about them. Let's debate them. Let's see how we're going to stay committed. But until then, you can find more motivation on all social media platforms at Shop Advantageous, except for Twitter. We do not have a Twitter, Um, but you can find us on TikTok, Instagram, or YouTube. There's a ton of content there for you to stay motivated, Um, outfit ideas. There's tons of content on there. Until the next episode, keep creating success and stay blessed. Bye, guys.